Jane the Herapist, and I interview real people with real problems, no small talk. We all have been given certain messaging about how we should act as men and women, and this messaging is given to us in our childhood by the way we see our mothers act towards our fathers and the way we see our fathers act towards our mothers. And these parts that we see them play out and what kind of careers they have, how they allow themselves to be treated by the opposite sex, uh, plays a huge part in then what we in turn not only expect in ourselves, but expect in relationship with significant others. Today, I'm interviewing a man named Akende. He is a handsome, bald man who moved here from Africa to achieve his dream of becoming an actor. Now, I personally have a soft spot for bald men because it's definitely a statement in itself to even shave your head for any reason, but also the act of letting go of something you might be holding on to is very courageous. Especially when it comes to hair, I think being bald or having very short hair is really a way of putting yourself out there and saying that you're not afraid to be seen. Now, Akende had an entire successful career before he moved to Los Angeles, but he came here to realize his childhood dream. He told me that becoming an actor was something that he did for himself versus the expectations of others, which is what he had been fulfilling his entire life. He's already becoming a successful actor. He's been on the TV series Atlanta. He's in an upcoming Tyler Perry film and just booked a national commercial. Now, all of this is an impressive feat in itself, as working in LA as an actor is no easy feat. But the minute I met Akende, I wasn't surprised. He exudes an inner confidence and peace around his path and his choices, and you just end up believing in him. In our interview, we began the discussion about gender roles and expectations, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Akende. Hello, Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm very well. Uh, good to see you. Good to when see I say you. I'm very well, I actually lie a little because I'm not very well. I'm heartbroken. You're heartbroken. I am. I'm heartbroken. Right now, I mean, um, it's sort of changing and I think um, my heartbreak is sort of getting better. But uh, I would say my state of being at the moment in this week has been just heartbreak. Well, what are you heartbroken about? Um, well, let's talk about sexism first of all. Okay. Right. Um, I'm a dad. I have mm -hmm. a daughter. And uh, I am very concerned about just how terrible it is for women right now. Just, you know, the election. Let's go there. The election has, you know, has brought to my attention and I think to everybody's attention not just my attention, but something that we sort of knew, but we're kind of hoping wasn't really true, mm -hmm. that women are being held to a different standard than men. We knew that, right? But we didn't actually uh, realize it, uh, the extent to which, you know, women are held to a different standard. And um, I feel like now we see it so I'm just gonna stop you there for a second. When you say different standard, can you be more specific about what that means? Um, a different standard almost to the standard. Almost like they, uh, we, we, we hold women to the standard, which is you can't do X, Y, Z 
whereas a man can do X, Y, Z. I mean, you had two candidates, both imperfect, but I feel like the woman in that on that podium was held to a different standard when it came to voting. And I think it wasn't just men who did it. It was women, too. It was. It was. Which is so, worrying. I know, but it was, I think, something that was always here. Um, what I'm curious is what kind of standard do you think you hold women to? And, like, how how does that look? Like, if you're somebody who considers yourself, you know, equal opportunist, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. So what does that actually look like for you and how does that play out in your relationships? And and I'm actually curious because I think part of the issue is everyone's kind of confused. Like I, I spoke to um, a white male friend of mine the other day who he earns well, he's got a good job, he, he's got, he owns yeah. a house, a beautiful house, you know, and, he, and he's white. And he said, yeah. you know, Jacqueline, as a white male, I'm completely astounded and feel baffled about what to do with women because actually I try to you know do like the quote-unquote gentlemanly things but Mm -hmm. actually I you know he gravitates towards strong women and he said that they push it away so he's a little like I actually don't know what to do and what to even offer a woman like he's actually very confused about where he stands so I'm curious for you like what that looks like I, I I think I understand where he stands and I understand what he's going through because it is you know men we're we're Men, we're, um, we're taught from a young age to open the door, you, yeah. know, if you, you know, if you got manners, uh, pull the table, uh, I mean, pull the chair out for, for, for the lady by the, at the table. And now women are doing that. They, you know, walk in front of you and they'll open the door. So as a man, it kind of leaves you in a place where you just don't know where you stand in, 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 in female dom. Um, but you also want to make sure that you're not, you know, you allow women to 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 do, you know, what they want to do, and it's it's. But you still want to do what a man has been taught to do, taught to do. Which yeah. Is, so it's this is this place where it's the male role is almost being redefined, and I think we're getting kind of lost in it, like um, trying to figure out where we stand, but. Well, I'm so curious about you, where you're getting lost in it, because you said something that I think that actually many people, or perhaps only now, or not even becoming present to. So if you already had that awareness, like what what was that looking like for you in your past relationships? Well, in my past relationships, it was always, you know, I felt more in, in, in charge. Let okay. me say that more in charge, uh, which is I think I'll never stop being, you know, uh, taking charge. I, I I don't think I want to stop that. Uh, I don't ever want to stop that, of course. And I think that's the trick is that the stronger women get, women have always been strong, but I think the more expressive of their strength they you know they become. Men, it, it's so easy to step back from being a man and, and to feel like, well, she's got it. Well, she's okay. Well, she's strong. And, you know, that's not really the point. I think the point is she's strong, but she will be, she will have moments of weakness 
And just like a man is strong, we'll have moments of weakness and needs a woman's uh, support and just like a man needs to support a woman. So I feel that I'm understanding more and more um, that I should still be me, still be a man, but be aware of the fact that there's this, you know, the expression, the woman's strength has always been there. And the only thing to do now is to allow it to be more and more there. Well, what I'm curious, actually, I'm just going to start with this, is what it made me, what hit me is, you know, I think almost the, the real issue is, right, you have these manners that you were taught, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it goes back to, do you actually want to do that? And it's not a man versus woman thing. Right. It's a personal consideration and compassion for another person just how would I want to be treated how do I treat others like yes. it actually goes back to that and I think the jam up with men is that they were looking at certain things they were taught versus or not taught right mm -hmm. or fighting against whatever it is but all of that to me is actually outside the self and not into well what's what's actually right for me and what feels good with this person like what what do I want to do even if it's not what you know it might not look it might not make sense in our brains yeah I think you know I would be um, uh, I, I, I want to put it out there first of all that I would open a door for a man you know what I mean I you would, would do you, you I will open, open door a door for a man I will but you do you do regularly I, I open do that door for yeah okay I do that okay. so it's just in me to to be a gentleman to uh, you know make way for other people you know, who are, who are going somewhere and not uh, be in the way. Uh, so it's certainly uh, the, the it's sort of the volume is turned up when you're with a woman because, you know, you, you we, we tend to want to um, impress. Right. It's, it's part okay, of it. Yeah. yeah. So let's so go I wanna back impress to this. You, yeah. So I want to yeah. open the door for you. But it's in me to open the door anyways. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess more of the question for you is like, how can you impress a woman if the things that were considered impressive before are per, might not be valid for a lot of people? I think the, the only that... way, the only way and the best way, which should have been done a long time ago is just listen. I've been, you know, I've yeah. been, I've been raised to think that women's emotions are different and men's emotions are different. How, how was that when, when you were growing up with your parents? Like how did your father handle it was your mother always, and your mother handle your father. Yeah, it was always to switch off. It was always to... What do you mean the switch off? Like if, you know, if my mom was talking and she was trying to drive a point, uh -huh. it, it was always his his way of, of handling that was to sort of just switch off, to disengage by, you know, dismissing it or, or, or being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Don't worry, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just to... But it's not, you know, it, it wasn't allowing things through it was more of oh god she's talking you know she's going on and on and on uh -huh. um and i i was wondering like you know so i grew up thinking yeah women do talk a lot you know and <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah. as guys yeah, we yeah. we have a tendency to I, I i personally have a tendency to just say enough or what i think is yeah. enough and I think because I understand it, the other person should understand it if I just use three or four words. But, oh, well, I just want to stay yeah. on top of it. Yeah. I don't want to go underneath it because I don't want to show my, my emotional side. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be vulnerable. 
so I'll just use certain words. It's okay. I'm very aloof, mm -hmm. you know, in that sense, because it's like, yeah, oh, no, I got this. It's okay. But deep down, I'm not really giving, you know. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were taught not not to give. Yes, I was taught to be, yeah. you know, strong is quiet. Strong is uh, strong is not showing emotions. Strong is being cool. Strong is almost aloof. It's very aloof. And that was my, anyway, to the extent that it developed was just me being very aloof. And so I'm learning that about myself and I'm learning to, to, to. How, how did your, your mother react to your father? Uh, frustrated. Uh, she would be frustrated with that kind of, uh, you know, response. And I think it also kind of made her believe that she was being unreasonable some, yeah. at some point. You know, she did feel like, oh, yeah, maybe I am talking too much, you know, because she would say things like, oh, when I get emotional about things, I can just, I can talk. You know what I'm saying? So I think part of it was it succeeded in making her feel like she's too vocal or yeah. too talkative and uh, it also didn't help the situation so she was frustrated but she so she was stuck in this you know middle place where it's like between a rock and a hard place it's like i want to say what i want to say but i don't want to say too much because then it will seem like i'm too talkative yeah yeah so and that, that is something that um you know I've definitely dealt with that personally and, and most women I know have that, you know, it's it's either one or the other, like either way we can't win almost like if we say what we need, then we're a pain in the ass or we're bitchy, you know, without it, it, it's versus a man can just say, oh, this is what I need and it's fine. And, and I will admit that sometimes I'll take it that way from males versus women myself, like somehow men can say something and it softens it whereas a woman says the same thing and people don't receive it the same and it's like it goes back to right you know when you said that it just made me think like that right there is the moment right and and your parents learned that from their parents and their parents learned that from their parents and 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 the challenge is now okay as you mentioned how do i consciously make that that choice in the present right because yeah. we, we can't go back and reverse anything we can just look at how we can change our actions right now yeah. the problem is that this stuff's so ingrained it's it, it ingrained it's just not so easy because it, it permeates everything yes and you know boys don't cry so that is a lot it's scary to see a woman cry because um, and I'm, I admire when oh, women... That's so funny. I never think about that because like, women... I mean, I cry all the time. <laughs> that's the thing is that I, you know, I don't know what to do in that situation. I want to just reach there and, 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 and just hold and, and be like, it's going to be okay. But then, you know, she's not done. So she pushes you away and says, no, you know, this is not what I'm... You know, I don't want you to just... That's not the only response, I think, is what I've heard. Yeah, she just wanted to have her feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but for me, I'm seeing tears, and it's like, oh, my God, what do I do? You know, I would never show tears, you know, to very close friends, to very, in, in very, you know, close relationships where 
I've been with somebody for a while and, and, and I can just let it go and we can talk about it, you know. But in a situation where it's a friend and she's crying, uh, please, what, what do I do? You know, it's a friend, male friend, and he's crying. Uh, what do I do? Do you want some water? You know, it's, <laughs> it's just so hard to understand what to do in that moment. And I think uh, it's still something I'm exploring. It's still something I don't know what to do, but I'm willing to say I don't know what to do and to to try and step in anyways and make the mistakes and um, learn from that because I think I will be told, no, this is not what I wanted you to do, you know? So, um, but I've, I've learned to just accept what's going on and to, to, to you know, there's this, there's this conception that women should constantly look beautiful. Yeah. So when a woman cries, you're seeing her and I kind of, again, there's confusion in the mind. It's like, oh, my God, she's crying. What do we do? We don't know what to do. Uh, oh, my God, she should stop crying, you know, because she looks better when she's not crying. So there's that moment where you don't know what to do, but you're thinking what to do is to stop her from crying, which is very kind of... Um, so what you're hard. talking about, I think, is actually you know we call it sexism right but there's just it's just a misunderstanding of you know man versus woman yes we are all the same but men's brains do actually work a little differently yeah. than women yeah. you know it's yeah. not exactly the same it's not, no. and it's like the answer is actually so simple like really if you break it down just really break it down it's not even about trying to when you, when we say equal it's not like desex the other person you know you know what yeah, i mean it's not yeah, that it's yeah, actually just yeah. listening like yeah. that's it listening yeah. and taking it yeah. in and kind of having your own experience about it i mean the thing is is to have a present experience about that goes back to really questioning our belief systems that we are mm -hmm. raised with right yeah. and and because they're so ingrained this isn't isn't easy yeah i mean i grew up believing what i was told well, we all do. I mean, that's yeah. what happens when you're yeah. a child. Your your parents are literally your your god. Yeah. So of course you yeah. you believe everything that was taught to you. And the only time you do become your own person is when you start to question the things you yeah. were taught and start to really understand them for what they were and start to build your own value system. That's when you start to become your own person. You know, you have this foundation where you were taught this is wrong, this is this is not right. But then you develop your own system where you say, well, in you know, I've thought about that and I have more information now than you had before. You know, so I know more than you did before because naturally, you know, we know more now. Or we have more access to information than people did. So how we use that is up to us. But uh, for me, it's just, Again, it's that interpersonal relationship and trying to, I think the more I better myself and the more I ask myself questions, the more I question my own uh, BS, the more I can grow out of it and, and develop a newer, more um, improved version of myself. Okay, so wait, yeah. I wanna hear some more belief systems that you were taught around men and women. Men are stronger. Yeah women are not as strong and, and when you say strong do you mean physically men and smarter. emotionally men are smarter uh, okay yeah uh physically emotionally yes they're just stronger altogether. stronger okay. altogether. Uh -huh. um 
And then you said men, men are smarter. Yeah, yeah, men are smarter, so they make more rational decisions than women. Uh, women think with their emotions and not their um, logic. Uh -huh. um, uh, a woman can't run this place because she will let her emotions get in the way. You know, uh, what? a woman can't be president because just imagine if that woman was your girlfriend and she became president and you broke her heart, she's going to throw you in prison when she comes into power. You know, you know? That's, that's so part of it right there because as back to what I was saying about the loyalty that women feel to men, it's I think it, it relates into what, uh, to what you're saying because there's a fear of breaking that connection right mm -hmm. with your significant other if your loyalty lies to his approval or disapproval of you and i don't i don't mean this is conscious this is like a very abstract emotional thing that like happens inside our bodies but if if we go to oh wait i'm capable of making my own decisions and i don't really need him in that way it can it it it, it actually does violate the dynamic of the relationship now it could actually transform into something so much more if both people are willing to have that but you know like what you said on the other side right men are afraid of that women are afraid of that because they're afraid to lose the man right and there's yes. definitely this thing in society that says like i need a man to feel okay yes and 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 men are scared of the women being strong because in essence deep down right they they want that control and connection to the woman and if yes. they if, if they don't have it they won't be okay yes which is really a fallacy, right? Because when I said control, it's like, I think it's that, but underneath it is connection, right? Because if we don't have control, is there actually a connection with, and that can be with anything, but but we're talking about in relation to men and women. So it's like, if my partner starts doing stuff that I can't control mm -hmm. or fix, yeah. d how much do we even really have in common if that was how I was learning to be in the relationship and even, you know, were we even really connecting? Right. Right. Um, that's so so deep and complex. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, what what did that make you feel? It just <laughs> it just made me realize this other thing that you know I don't I haven't realized until you said it, and then it's like oh wow, there's that aspect to it as well, which yeah. is true because in essence, our relationships like you know like you said women were taught that they need a man you know you gotta get married at some point in your life you gotta do it and then women again started i think they started to learn this i don't need a man thing which also became its own problem or whatever uh, well, and, and there was a certain amount of that that i always and and you know i mean i'm, I'm definitely <laughs> i am a feminist okay but the I don't need a man. There's something about that phrase in a certain way, like when that was happening, that it was anger, which is the first part of separation, right? Yeah. And after anger, underneath it, you know, you uncover the fear and, and then you uncover the loss and the grief, right? Yeah. But But we kind of got stuck in this arrested state of development of just like, I'm going to be angry, like fight back, but yes. kind of like no, we stopped looking the, at anything else we just stopped there yes yes that's uh that's quite interesting i think you know um to say you don't need something it's sort of given that thing power to i feel yeah you know, because it, yeah. you're constantly talking about that thing that you don't need 
right? I don't need you. I don't need you, but I'm talking about you. And and so you know, this is this is kind of blowing <laughs> my mind right now because I'm thinking about the whole movement of feminism and how you know some people that I. I the thing is, is I'm taking it in a deeper way. I'm just putting this out there. I'm taking this in a much deeper way than probably many of these people meant it. That, you know, the problem was the feminist movement in general. And the problem wasn't, it wasn't that, right? It was the start of a transformation that needed to happen. But because we got kind of stuck in this arrested state of development, when I'm angry at you, it puts you on the defense, right? Yes. And so if a woman's sitting there and being like, I don't need this man, and the man is, is going to react to that. And, and and that was, I mean, this is in re- all in reaction to yes. deeper stuff, but the problem is things stopped there, right? So then yes. over time, that's actually just created more distance and, and friction, actually. Or yeah. let me subscribe to this old way of, you know, very traditional male and female roles of like, honey, you know what best, you know, there've been studies to show that even like these kind of couples last longer. But I think because a new parent, a, par- a new paradigm shift hasn't even manifested, like people don't really understand what that is because the deeper healing hasn't cr- occurred around it. So it's either yeah. that old paradigm of like, you know, the little woman and the traditional man is the bread maker, or, or just kind of like we're, we're at arms. I mean, that's slowly shifting. Like you see it a little bit in yeah. places like in Venice, you know, I see stay at home dads more than, yeah. I mean, that wasn't happening before. Yeah, I'll go they, out to they, breakfast. They're, and they're around the world too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is happening. <laughs> Even it's in happening. more conservative and traditional societies. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, just, I've it's not, it, it's here and there, like, right? Like little yeah. bits, but it hasn't hit mainstream. It hasn't, no, no, no. Yeah. No. But you know, to go to go to what you were saying, I think part of the my my own opinion about most things is I tend to go back to the self. I tend to always look back at me and ask myself, why do I feel this way, and why am I relying on that situation being um, the way I want it to be? For example, if uh, if I'm constantly waiting for somebody to get back to me, why am I constant? That's the question I'll ask myself is why am I actually waiting? Why am I waiting and remove that person without any kind of um, It seems like you, bad you, you have to wait a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a common thing in your life. You're just always waiting. I, you know, I think, just, I think, I was making a joke. Please. I think, I think, I think you're right. You oh. know? I think there's a lot of, um, there's been situations where, you know, in, in, in a relationship, I don't, I don't, uh, and this is not women and men relationships. It's even with male friendship, friends, the friendship, especially friendships. You know, you, you get to a point where you do rely on that friendship. You do rely on that person as a sounding board. You have an idea and you put it out there and you're like, hey, I've got this idea and I was thinking this and I was thinking, what do you think? Then you send it out there and your expectation is, okay, knowing the relationship they get back to you in a certain time you have an expectation what you're really talking about is is yes expectations and then i'm just going to throw out there that right if we're in constant thought about is this person going to call or whatever i mean it's actually are we able to relinquish control which you know on your side as a male right we just had this whole conversation about like how much of it is control you know and underlying that is really connection right you know yeah. if the person's being distant or un- you, you don't really know unavailable really or know. distant yeah. and so yeah it, it it puts you in that childhood wound of 
like, do I actually? I, I don't have a connection with this man. My, 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 my first question is before I send, um, before I uh, send a message that you know, oh, if I have a friendship where I, you know, I find myself thinking, what he didn't like that idea. Oh, she didn't like that idea. Um, what did he, you know, what I've done, and because I've, I've re you know, I've, I've looked at myself and I said, why am I doing this? Why am I looking at my phone three times in the last thirty seconds? What am I expecting? That's the first question I ask myself. What am I expecting, or what was I expecting, rather than what am I expecting now? What was I expecting before I even sent the message? What was I expecting? What was I needing? Oh, I needed some attention, maybe. Yeah. I needed to connect with somebody, maybe. I needed to hear back from somebody, maybe. I've been in this room cooped up by myself for a while, and I, I got this idea, and I'm, I'm thinking we can connect on this idea. And there's nothing wrong with the relationship. There's no reason to doubt it. But then you don't hear back. And so what I've decided is, ah, oh, okay, why did I, you know, I, I got to ask myself, why did I send that? What what was the real motivation to send it besides having a great idea to share? What was the other motivation yeah. that was really pushing me? Because I could have just sent it and not, you know, and, and oh, I could have said to myself, this is a great idea. Yeah. You know, but what did I want? You yeah, know, that's the yeah, first exactly. place I go it's, to. And, to, and yeah. when you say, what did you want? I think what you mean, but like, what did you really want aside from reaching out to the other person like what you said what were you really looking for because the idea is just the vessel of what i really wanted and the know? thing is 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 you know yes men are different from women but it goes back to our you know can we teach our fellow humans right not just women but men as well to express their emotions because in, in fact everything you're saying is everything women feel as well like it's no different like we all have insecurities like the maybe it's a different circumstance but you know it's all all of the underlying emotions like we're humans we all yeah. feel all of the emotions it's just men aren't taught to express them yeah yeah i think so i think so i agree with you uh so men are not you know. which you seem like a very emotive guy were you always like that growing <laughs> up um i don't know i think i was hmm that's a good question I, i'm trying to remember it's been so long so many years have gone by. Uh, I think yes, but I just didn't have the tools to get there. So, okay, so yeah. it wasn't like you were, clearly you weren't expressing emotion and shame for it or anything like that. You just, you, you were, it, you weren't expressing that. I wasn't able to get to the expression. I, you know, I think I've always been a very, um, Sensitive. Sensitive person. And I, I, I also, I, I've always wanted to find more, what's the deeper meaning of things? Why, why is it, what's the point? You know, and I think I've always been that person. But I think back then I just didn't have the tools or the understanding of how do I voice, how do I find my voice? How do I, how do I express these things that I'm feeling? What are they to start with? Because, you know, I grew up very... Uh, a man's man you know very you know don't show emotions don't speak out well so and how did you learn was... to get in touch with your emotions wow uh it's it's a number of things i think okay just curiosity Five off the top of your head okay curiosity, curiosity one um 
searching for answers with reading with uh, listening to other more aware people you know uh, mentors like um, you know Nelson Mandela who I didn't know personally but just his experience and how when you read about men like that you realize oh wow he's saying exactly what I'm yeah. feeling so it's okay you know you uh -huh. start to allow yourself permission is given through that search and I think that's I think that's that's the only thing I can say is my curiosity has always served me better than my ignorance. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's where I've uh, and I you know I'm still searching. It's a never ending search, which is searching like, for searching for. Let me let me rephrase that. Yeah. Searching for what around women around your dynamics, your relationships, and okay. relationships with women searching for me around women mm. me as in me 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 just the me that is not contaminated by another idea a thought somewhere else but just me that empty open vessel willing to listen and understand and take away you know bias that I've had before that is what I'm searching for and that will translate from my relationship with women to my relationship with everybody. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I, I, I think that's how we know, handle one thing is how we handle everything. Yeah. Right. So, but I, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there when you said searching for myself, right. And mm -hmm. being this open vessel, because in essence, sexism, chauvinism, whatever it's, it's actually inauthenticity. It's a certain level of yes, it can. It's argued as authentic because these are valid emotions. But underlying from that is when I'm in when I'm in my own defense of like my anger, whatever it is, or or maybe it's not anger. Maybe it's like when I try to make a man feel good about himself because I know I'll get something out of it, or wh whatever it is. It's it goes back to am I being authentic in yes. that moment? And and no. Because that's manipulative. That's not authentic for me mm -hmm. personally, mm -hmm. you know. Or on my defense, it's like, okay, but is that? It, it's it's in a certain way, in a deeper way, it's kind of inauthentic. It's just all like those like surfacey emotions, you know. I think we're the only creatures in the world that play games with what we want. You know, I think other <laughs> creatures have known to just go for what they want, to say what they want, to mean what they, you know, to just alliances, food, it goes for the food. Yeah, but, but what separates us from other animals, aside from our, you know, advanced language capabilities, yeah. is our, our actually, I think, I, I, I'm, I might be wrong with this, it's some, some kind of... Um, I want to say maybe the advanced neocortex in the brain or whatever, but yeah. but our ability to process um, complicated emotions is what separates us from other animals. Well, yeah, that and, you know, elephants have a very unique sense of emotions as well. So, but I think we tend to just 
I'm not saying other animals don't have emotions. I'm yeah. talking about the layered nuances of emotions is something like we are, we can, we have a more complex layer of that. I, I don't know. I just remember reading that somewhere. Okay. I'm not just making that up out of, <laughs> uh, out of the, the ether world, but I can't, I can't tell you where I read that, but I do remember reading that yeah. and it does make sense to me. Like, yeah. like, oh, okay, this is why we're doing all this other thing. Yeah. All this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we definitely have a different, um, way of looking at the world um but you know i wanted to 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 get back to something you were saying um which was um uh, you said something and it's just kind of escaped me right away um it's just you were talking about games and authenticity and and things around that and how manipulation and you know, this is something that has been going on, obviously, for forever. You know, this this way of dealing with each other. I want what I want. I'm going to find a way to get it from you if it means I do this. But like you said, then when you sit back and you think about it, you feel that wasn't me. And I think that's the truth. That's the moment of truth for any person is when you sit back and you think, well, what I did, I'm not happy with it. And it doesn't take another person to come to you and, and try to make you think you were wrong about it. But yourself, and I think that's the, the, that's the deepest uh, beginnings of awareness, is when you start to understand what you are, you know, uh, are comfortable with or are okay with. And that's when you realize, well, this is my value. This is my value system. This is now me. This is it, it's such a hard place to get to, though. It's so hard because yeah. the the challenge is that stuff is so ingrained in each of our personal identities to even step away from that. Like maybe you can step away from a moment, but for how long before it just comes back tenfold stronger? Right. Because that's what happens with yeah. change. It, it, it all, all hell breaks loose before the change happens. So yeah. so things can feel even stronger. The opposite the, the the old from the old direction before you cross over to the other side and and so it, i mean it really feels like the truth yes and a part of you like to even step out of that is is very difficult it's it's very difficult to trust one's self uh because we've always had teachers we've always had advisors we've always had people say something to us or help us across the street or something that when you want to do something by yourself or you know start to believe in something that no this is not the way it can be hard to to stand by it to you know to stand for that thing but i think it takes this cultivation of you know once you trust yourself the one time and you do it again the second time and you realize oh my god i can actually stand up for something i can actually believe in something and go for it and it will still resonate as true to me if i'm going to say here's the caveat with that if you take in that experience presently because if you are not present for ex and go through that experience my experience around that is i've like I've done a lot in my life, but I haven't necessarily been able to take it all in yes. because of all the defenses I had around it. I wasn't actually experiencing it in my body in a certain way, like not deep down there. Mm -hmm. So then my mind just can kind of forget. Yeah. But again, that's something that I was uh, that I was taught. Yeah. You know, to just yeah. kind of like ignore your accomplishments, go, go, go for the next. And like none of this other stuff matters. You know? Yeah. 
I think, it's, you know, yeah. gratitude is one of the things that helps. Yeah, yeah. To be grateful for things, you know, old things. Um, as you were speaking, I just, I just, I just remembered something just came back to mind, which is I could, I could see, just a group of me and my friends talking and and just how when i look back on that i'm like we were so stupid we were so dumb of the things that we spoke about the things that we believed and that is why i i think as you get older your friends become less and uh you know the things you start to stand by yourself you start to realize so many things if you don't you end up in a certain place different places than you are but the sooner you realize these things the more uh, you can uh, you know achieve in as far as understanding yourself and what pleases you and I think that was the one place that I really really started to learn about myself was to what moves me what pleases me uh, are different things you know it's not um, being in a club you know just just well, I mean, it could be for some people, but it you could be for some for, for like, me personally. You learning what actually pleases you right. versus exactly. you know being influenced exactly by your peers, which is what happens society. all the time. You know, sometimes you you you're in a place that you don't feel that you want to be in, but because you are open to the experience with the group, you go that way. Then you go home, and you're like, I've had so many situations where I go home, and the next day I'm like, What was I doing? Why did I do that? You know, so it's that understanding and that questioning that has, you know, led me to say, I don't want to do that. I want to do this because before I don't think I had the awareness of what I did, what I wanted to do. I just knew what I didn't want to do. But then because I didn't have the alternative, I just went with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I kept yeah. going with that other thing that I even in the moment I, I knew I'm not feeling this. But anyway, let's do it. Let's go. Because there was no what's the other thing you know well and that goes back to trust within oneself that we will in innately know right yes. but sometimes when you don't get the answer right away it's just like the fear of, of yes. nothing at all yes thank you so much akende it's a pleasure my pleasure thank you jacqueline akende seems to pride himself on knowing who he truly is what i mean by that is actually what struck me most about the conversation which was he seemed to have really taken a lot of time to reflect on and question his belief system and then turn it around and actually apply those new ways of acting and thinking. Now, this is obviously a running theme across the board in his life, and it seems to be working for him. I'm Jacqueline, The Herapist. Thanks for listening. <laughs>